you have a boyfriend. Like, you know the outline of him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know the outline of your boyfriend. Okay. Now, if someone... (laughs) Now, it's dark, so all you see is a shadow. All you Mm -hmm. see is, like, them thing. But now your boyfriend has shrunk like a foot. (laughs) (laughs) Grab some popcorn and stick around. We've got some garbage to talk about. Hi, Rose. Hey, Zach. Today we're... We're going to be looking at another Cyrano de Bergiac remake. Yes. Because <laughs> um, they can't stop making them. Uh, this is just a reminder, a while, a long time ago actually, we covered the movie Hashtag Roxy, which was a remake of Roxanne, which was a Steve Martin movie, and they're all based on Cyrano de Bergiac. I don't think I'm saying that right, but still. We try our best. Yeah. <laughs> and this is this is a decom. It's called Let It Shine. Stars Tyler James Williams, Trevor Jackson, and Coco Jones. And I wanna say it was like twenty fourteen, maybe twenty twelve. I don't remember. <laughs> there but lots of research. As far as, yeah. I just watched it. That's fine. <laughs> um so as far as DCOMs go, it's fine. Like, it's not, like, zapped or how to build a better boy where it just, like, makes no sense the more you think about it. Like, the story is fine. You know, they're redoing a book, a play, whatever. <laughs> My issue is I realized in watching this there are two issues. First, Cyrus, the main character, sucks. He just... I realize my problem with a lot of protagonists are my problems with him. (laughs) Okay. Two, I think this is, like, why I'm so, like, I do, I feel like, based on things I've said in the past on different um, episodes, it sounds like I really just hate any adaptations or remakes in general. And that is not true. But I do think my problem with it is that it's always the same exact story. And it's like, I've seen it. I feel like there's opportunity for something new with this thing. Okay, so give can you give an example of a remake of a story that you do like? Because I have one in mind. Okay, so a remake that I do like. Actually, I have to think for a second. Okay, let me say mine. Maybe um, it'll jog okay, your memory. Yeah. I yeah. really like She's the Man, which is yes. an adaptation of Shakespeare's Twelfth Night. Right. Okay, yeah. Actually, I do. I love Cruel Intentions with his dangerous liaisons. And I like I like that because, you know, we're changing the period and it's, like, different, I yeah. guess. You know? And it's very fun watching that whole sort of academy prep whatever so i do that's when i like and again when i don't like and i said it before i've said this before i do not like the lion king remake oh um i do I, <laughs> and i and like that's fine i don't fault you for that my lots I of really, other people do 
Yeah, I, um, there are things I definitely liked in it. Like, I love Billy Eichner and Seth Rogen as Timon and Poopa. Like, that was it for me. I think the casting um, was really good. Nobody talks about the casting. They're just like, my, oh, I feel like. Animation. Part of my issue is the casting what? in some places. Okay, I love Donald Glover. But Beyonce, I'm sorry, is just. I don't believe her in anything I've ever seen her in. Like, I love her. She has a beautiful voice. I'm glad she was singing. I watched Black is King after that was, like, inspired by Lion King. She's great. But at the same time, when they're singing Can You Feel the Love Tonight, I'm like, you don't love him. (laughs) So, like, I just didn't buy it. And I feel like that's part of my problem is, like, Disney used to, like, not rely so much on star power. But I get that when... They did for, like, the singing roles, though. Because they now they're casting people who are the voice actors and the singers because they're easier to find. I don't know. But they used to cast different voice actors than singers. And they would always have, like... Yeah. Like, Donnie Osmond was... What's his name? Yeah, it was Shay. Shay. Yeah, no. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. No, and I get that. And, like, I'm not even saying it's... <laughs> It's not a bad, like, it's not Disney's fault even. It's just why I don't vibe with it. Because I, it's also just because I'm older. Like, the old Lion King, like, four-year-old me didn't really, like, get the concept of who James Earl Jones or Jeremy Irons were, you know? Yeah. But, like, I'm watching this and I don't, I also just prefer, like, cartoon style so i mean i do too but so i so like i do it's not that i mind the animation because i appreciate what they were going for it was like it's a spectacular and impressive feat they acquired it just felt like i don't know like it was just like the same it was just like they deep faked the movie. Yeah that's true (laughs) so i was like it's like the same and then they just then Things that I liked that I was like, oh, they're going to do this thing. They changed it completely. And I was like, oh, I was trying to like be on board with you. But we just we're incompatible because like when I want to go left, you go right, Lion King. But they did (laughs) um, cast some Broadway people, which was really cool. Yeah. And they did. I don't know. Maybe it's just my nostalgia. I, I, and I saw the Lion King live and that made me cry. And then seeing, like, oh, the, I, yeah, the, like the circle like of life. The... Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Anyway, but, yeah. oh, no, I, and then speaking of adaptations I... and remakes, Lion King is just mm-hmm. Hamlet. So, yeah. <laughs> so that's, yeah. So I'm not against them. I, but I do, I feel like when I was watching this, just because now I've seen so many, Cyrano retelling. I feel like they could do. There's more to this story that will just never be told. Well, now it's okay. just become like a trope, right? Yeah, it's you know. Okay, I guess before we get to the movie, one quick aside. I this did remind me of a Lizzie McGuire episode where they did a whole Cyrano thing, and they did change it up a little bit. So Miranda's doing a play with this guy. And she gets a crush on him. But, like, when they're not performing, she gets, like, all tongue-tied. So Lizzie is like, okay, I'll go hide in the bushes and we'll just do the whole deal. 
But then she falls out of the bushes and he sees her. And then he's like, oh, you like me. Yeah, I remember that one. You're Cyrano-ing me. And I was like, okay, that's like a fun (laughs) twist on this thing that we've done. Um... <laughs> I just remembered that. But then in the end the guy was a jerk, so then nobody dated him. Which was like kind of just how those things go. <laughs> um, okay, so let it shine. It starts with a good um the so Cyrus, Tyler James Williams, is the choir He's in charge of the choir, and I do not know if he has graduated high school or not, because they do specify it's summer vacation, but I, and like, he gets grounded at one point, but nobody says how old anybody is, so I don't know if, like, this is, like, I don't know (laughs) how old he is. So why do you think he might have graduated? Because, okay, so he has a double life, he leads. Okay. Um, by day he's in charge of the choir, but by night he sneaks off to this teen club off the streets. And it's, and his dad, who is the pastor of the church, really hates that club because he hates everything hip hop and rap. He just does not. Because that's not Christian. (laughs) Yeah, no, like they straight up say, like, that's the devil's music. Oh. And I was like, like, yeah, no, there's no tiptoeing around it um, in this movie. But one thing that was interesting that I thought was weird, so it opens up, and he, so Cyrus has made, they did, um, what was the song? It's like Joyful Noise or something. I don't know the song exactly, but Cyrus has changed it so that, like, there's more music and, like, the choir is dancing around. And then immediately once, like, the guitar riff starts, even though, like, the band's been there. So I don't know why the dad was surprised that they started playing. (laughs) But he's, like, he's, like, looking flabbergasted. Everyone in the church is, like, vibing with it. And I was, like, this seems like every other church song thing i've ever seen before i don't know what the problem is but he does he's like this is will not do kind of thing and like his wife is in the thing and she's like dancing along but at one point then like they do like a rap breakdown of the song (laughs) kind of thing and i was like okay for here now is the part where i guess you can start reacting but like they're still saying like they're still doing like him like things but then and like cyrus is really pleased with himself he's really proud of what he did but the dad like looks at him and it's like and we immediately go to the next scene where he's like cyrus why do you want to embarrass me and i was like like you like he's like you humiliated me um and all this stuff and like so taken aback because it's such an intense like everybody liked it like nobody was against it no it's not like people like walked out so i don't know like i i felt like that was an over the top reaction maybe but it Cyrus was like sort a, of, like you undermined my whatever yeah, like, you know how I feel right. about it. And then, but then he was like, he tries to push back a little, he's like, well, that's why I was like, you know, religious praise and not like something inappropriate. It was like, 
you know, gospel or whatever. He was like, all, and this is what he says, like, all rap is the devil's music stuff. And I was like, okay. Even when you're, uh, even when you're praising Jesus, it's the devil. What a weird yeah. thing. There's one, there's a line that comes up later where, well, yeah, I'll just say it now because it, it's on my mind. So he, when he comes out, when the dad finally finds out that, uh, he has a double job. He says, I don't care if Jesus told you to get that job himself. It was a test and you failed it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's so, like, it's so weird that this, like, I won't get into all of my issues with the fact that they decided that this movie <laughs> needed to be super religious and gospel-y. But I do have opinions on that. They did not it did not go unnoticed by me. But I'll move along. <laughs> so So then um after it's like, oh man, it's been a rough day at church or whatever. I don't know what like day it is. It's very confusing. But anyway, after some time's passed, he calls his friend Chris and Chris is like, Hey, are you coming to the thing? And it's like, you, he literally works there. <laughs> and he's like the employee. There is no one. He doesn't have co-workers. He is the busboy. So probably, Chris, but thanks for checking in. I'm glad we established that you exist. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm so mad already. But anyway, they go, he goes to the thing and um, we find out they do rap battles on like the stage, I guess. And Chris, his friend, played by Trevor Jackson, likes is part of the dance crew. I get they have like a hype dance I don't know what this club is. I don't know what time of night it is. What is the curfew? Are they like I like I don't know. That's why I feel it's important how old they are. Because he stuck out of his house, which I get that he had to sneak out because his family's so religious. But this is like full of like their peers, but because it's supposed to keep teens off the street, I'm like, is this like a 16 to 18 year old club? Or, like, I don't get the impression they serve alcohol at this place. But, like, what's the curfew? Can 16 year olds just, like, be at a club till, like, 1 a.m.? Well, maybe it's not even that late, though. I know, but I just want to know. <laughs> you just they don't tell me. You need a general time. <laughs> Yeah, like, have a clock on the wall. Come on. Because, like, I mean, because here's the thing. These are why I'm not sure. I think maybe the club, but then I don't know, like, how much money it makes, how it even stays running. I don't know what the hours are. But when he sneaks out, his dad is turning off the lights to go to sleep. So it's like, unless he's like a 730 sleeper, I would guess nine. Yeah, right? I'd say nine. Yeah, okay. Then they go to the club, and a lot of stuff happens that we'll have to break down. But then, and okay, he snuck out like it was Mission Impossible. But then after the club, him and Chris just walk through the front door to go watch TV <laughs> at his place. <laughs> I guess Dad's a heavy sleeper. Okay, back to the club. So we have our first musical number because it's like the rap battle 
and it's setting it up where there's Lord of the Bling and he owns this other guy. And Lord of the Bling's whole persona is that he's like super wealthy and he's just really flashy. And Cyrus does not like him. Okay. And he was even saying like, oh, that guy's gonna be performing. I don't like that. Okay, so this whole scene really sets the groundwork for why I don't like Cyrus. He walks up to his friend, Chris, who is flirting with two girls. And they're like, oh, I'll go anywhere you go, Chris. <laughs> and like, whatever. And then he's like, yeah, I'll take you there. I don't know, whatever he says <laughs> to them. But then they walk away. And then Cyrus was like, stay he, while the conversation was going, he stands far away looking at them and then he walks up and he's like oh hey chris's invisible friend since kindergarten and then and then then chris is like oh i'm sorry did you want me to like introduce you to them and he's like no they're not really my type and he's like (laughs) so he's just snarky for no reason yeah he's just like really angry and like bitter and then like (laughs) Because, like, Chris is even like, what, fine isn't your type? And he's like, but he's like, I just want a girl who's about something. And I'm like, then why were you complaining? Because those girls are like, you don't even know what they're yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. Like, How do you even know? Like, you can't even know that until you, you talk said, to them. Yeah, I mean, because, like, other thing, like, I get what they're trying to set up, but, like, it would be really easy if he walked up and they, like, rolled their eyes and walked away. Right. And then he said that line. But I don't know why they, like, why they did him like this, but whatever. So then. After, like, the show, uh, during the show, they do, like, a musical, like, this is Cyrus singing, but this is just, like, in his head kind of song. So, they don't do a lot of those. So, it's a little weird. And I was like, does nobody hear this? Okay, I guess (laughs) not. But, (laughs) because most of it's just, like, them performing, like, for audiences throughout the whole movie. So, then... He's talking about how he's he's got what it takes. Uh, he could uh, leave the crowd amazed, but he already used up his break and all that stuff. So he's talking about he's really shy, but he knows that if he could just have the chance to perform for them, they would just love his rap so much because he's so good. Okay. Then he's, you know, the busboy. He's cleaning up tables after Lord of the Bling won. And then... He's sitting with his friends, and Cyrus walks by and accidentally spills some water on his shoe. And Lord of the Bling is like, what are you, stupid? You're lucky you didn't do that when I was spitting my hot rhymes. And then Cyrus is like, your rhymes aren't that hot. And And he's like, what? You're saying this to me? And... So then he's like... So Cyrus is like, you've got basic skill, but... You know, the, you're not all that with the rhymes. And so then Lord of the Bling gets up on the stage and he's like, yo, everybody, this guy wants to step to me. And he challenges him. And I'm like, okay. I mean, I know this isn't going anywhere because it's way too early in the movie. But, of course, he just runs away. And everybody is just looking really confused. <laughs> except for, like, the people at his table. Because it's like, did you challenge him or like what happened and like his best friend like come like walks with him and he's like you know why didn't you just like 
rap with him? Like, why didn't you just, like, take him, call his bluff or whatever? I know, like, what you can do kind of thing. And he gives him, like, a nice little pep talk. Um, but he's not listening. <laughs> and, like, throughout the movie, they dunk on Lord of the Bling, like everybody does. Like, and I'm thinking, like, okay, he keeps winning. Yeah. And, like, his persona, like, yeah, is a jerk, but I definitely get the impression that it's a persona you know, which, like, lots of performers do. But if you're a teenager, do you know that? I guess not. I mean, but I guess, but I, I guess I'll let, I'll let it slide, I guess, that, if that's the issue with that. But, but then, how old do you need to be to drive a cab? I would think, like, 18. Okay, because, like, I'll just spoil that for people. It turns out Lord of the Bling isn't all that. He is a cab driver during the day. Okay. But he's, but it seems like he's the same age as everybody else. It's very confusing. I do not know how old they're supposed to be. But, um, okay, so he challenged, but Lord of the Bling, for one, wins he's at least at the very even if you don't think he's all that Cyrus, he's at least better than everybody else so far right also you know why nobody knows that you're good at it because you don't do it <laughs> yeah you can't complain like i'm better than that and everybody should like me instead of him if you don't ever do it Right, exactly. And then, like, the time came for you to put your money where your mouth is, and you just left. So, like, I'm not really here for what you, what your skills are, because as far as I know, they're non-existent. But anyway, then, um, they go home, well, Chris, yeah, they just walk through the front door, they're back at his house, they're watching TV, and they see Roxy, and she went played by Coco Jones, she went to, like, elementary school with them. And they're like, oh my gosh, she's so beautiful. They're just, like, just gushing over her on TV. So, Roxy's on the screen, and she announces this competition they're doing. Okay, hold where... on. Why do okay. all these movies, like, I understand it's based off the movie Roxanne, but all the main characters, or whatever, love interests don't have to be named Roxy. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I guess I just really like the name because I mean maybe they're like see what we're doing <laughs> yeah I it's weird because like Cyrus is not Cyrano yeah and then hashtag Roxy I don't I don't even remember his name I don't remember his name <laughs> yeah and I don't remember what Boo Boo Stewart's name was but I'm assuming not Chris I don't know you know that's actually you have a good point you know, I didn't yeah. think, yeah, they don't, I guess they just really, there aren't a lot of Roxies, I guess. I guess. So maybe that's why, but yeah, that is, that's weird. That's, huh. Anyway. Okay, <laughs> so she announces this competition, and like, you make a hit song, and then they'll break, you'll be their breakout star, basically. So, Cyrus is like, okay, this is my chance, I'm gonna enter the competition, and then Chris is like, well, I'm entering the contest, too, so you might have some competition. And then Cyrus is basically like, yeah, okay, bet. But <laughs> just not, not phased. Then, you know, we see the montage of him making the song, and it's, like, catchy. He sends it in. This, 
Okay, I already explained my first issue with why I don't like him. This next decision. Okay, you're submitting this, you're mailing in your demo track, whatever. And you want to include a picture of yourself. What would you not include in that picture of yourself? Um, a picture of someone else. Yeah, right? <laughs> you think that'd be the one thing you wouldn't do, right? Yeah. And more than that, you wouldn't put someone else in the forefront of the picture and you in the background of the picture, this right? This guy really just has no self-esteem, does he? Like, I mean, I don't even know, like, circle your face. Like, it's so weird, too, because then... <laughs> He's like, I really big... like this picture of me, even though I'm in the background. It's just such a good picture. And, like, even so, like, you could fold it, maybe, circle your face. Cut I don't it out, know. Like, like, anything. Because you're, you're sending it. You're not getting it back. Right. <laughs> It does not matter. It was very upsetting to me. (laughs) I didn't like that he did that. But that the whole movie can't happen unless he makes this really dumb decision. Okay, so then the talk show hosts come to the Off the Street Club. And they're like, oh, I guess quick mention of how his family life is going. Because he was working on a song so much, he... Ended up being late for church one day, and his dad goes, they spend so much time with, like, the pastor's sermons. (laughs) It seems, it's really weird, especially since the moral is that, like, he's wrong. Yeah. So it's really, (laughs) I don't know why he's, like, because then he's, like, we need to stop having, like, rappers and start having graduates our girls need to stop being vixens and start being valedictorians and like just all this stuff he's just like and like we spend so much time it's so awkward like again because like the whole like the point is that it's wrong but like that he's wrong but i don't need like five minutes of his mom shaking her head like oh he just doesn't get it (laughs) (laughs) i do love cyrus's mom though she's she's a real one i guess because she supports his dreams although like she doesn't really talk to her husband about this um whatever so back to off the street so cyrus is like busting tables and they go up to chris and they're like you won and then roxy comes up and cyrus tries to talk to her but he just you know he does that thing where they just like won't stop talking and he's like you look like great and like all that but like not all that but i mean like some people would think you'd have and i'm like oh my goodness please stop and I love her reaction because she's just like, thanks. It's <laughs> like, yeah, I. And she's always really sweet to him, which I'm like, that's nice. She's not, you know, they really they make sure we know that Roxy's not all up in the clouds because of her fame or whatever. But then 
it's they're like this guy's so real he calls himself truth and then chris is like wait what but i'm not truth like what what are they talking about and then he's like oh wait i'm truth i sent him a picture of both of us they just got it wrong and he's like wait so i didn't win anything and he's like yeah i guess (laughs) and then but then chris is like cool then at first he's like okay i'll just let him know and then oh in the middle of this, Roxy had to perform for everybody because they wanted her to perform. And I do not know where this stage came from because it was not the stage the, the club had before. It also turned into, like, very music video-y with, like, mirrors and stuff for an impromptu performance. She had but, that stuff with her, of course. Of course. I mean, yeah, I because these backup dancers were all matching and came out of the woodwork. So, yeah, I guess you're right. I'm he was ready to go. Yeah. Which, like, you know, that's the diva life. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm assuming. I don't know. <laughs> um, okay. So then Chris goes to talk to Roxy, but Chris is a flirt. And Roxy already kind of thinks that the song was about her because it was about her. But Truth wrote it about her kind of thing. And so she's already kind of like into him because of the song. And Chris is flirting with her and all of that. So then he asks Cyrus, like, what if we just sort of like kept this going so I could get close to Roxy? And of course Cyrus agrees because then he won't have to face any fears or anything. And he's a pushover. Yeah. And then, this is one thing that I feel is weird when movies do, because they, like, hired actors to play these roles. They have Cyrus say, like, several lines comparing himself to Chris, like, basically saying that, like, Chris is better looking than him. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's weird, because, like, you're a person who, like, yeah. You're basic like you look like you and he like looks like him so you're like they're making you say that you're <laughs> ugly basically. Yeah. Which is like not the case but like still I think it's always weird when movies do that. Like I was watching a Criminal Minds where like Garcia basically had to say that sort of thing about herself and I was like that's so weird. <laughs> Like, I get why it happens, and I get that they're, like, that comes with the territory, but it's still, like, weird well, when also, you, like... imagine, because they didn't write it about themselves, so it's these writers scrutinizing, like, oh, my ears are too big, and my whatever is too low, and it's like, oh, okay, yeah. now I feel, <laughs> now I feel like... <laughs> Yeah, no, that's true. Ugh, that's so weird. I don't like it. Okay. (laughs) So then, um... Okay, next order of business is they're going to do this ruse. Um, oh! Teacher from Invisible Sister is in it. He is the owner of Off the Street. Oh. So he's Cyrus's boss. And he talks to... Cyrus through the whole thing. He just knows the truth. He knows this whole gig. Never gets involved. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, he'll talk to Cyrus. He's like, you gotta come forward. But, like, he's no snitch. He, like, they could trust him. Um. So now it's... They go... This is where 
Now it's time to complain about Roxy. Because in this, I think more so in this one than in hashtag Roxy. They went out of their way to make Roxy dumber than she needed to be. And just when it comes to this ruse, it's like, so they're in like, they work it out so that Cyrus can be his engineer. Mm-hmm. And, but really, it's going to be him recording it in the studio, but, you know, like, no one will know because it's just the two of them in the studio. Roxy comes in, and they do some true to Cyrano stuff where, like, he has the headphones on, and Cyrus is in the other room hiding, so he's, like, whispering into the mic some stuff for him to say to her. Because she was like, freestyle for me. I want to know, like, I want to hear you freestyle kind of thing. So they they do that. And then he runs, Chris runs into the recording booth. And then, oh my gosh, okay. She says, come back out here. I want to see you. And now the lights are off in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, you have a boyfriend. Like, you know the outline of him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know the outline of your boyfriend. Okay. Now, if someone... (laughs) Now, it's dark, so all you see is a shadow. All you Mm -hmm. see is, like, them thing. But now your boyfriend has shrunk like a foot. (laughs) 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 Sounds totally different. <laughs> Do you still believe that that's your boyfriend? Um, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Okay. We'll have to put that to practice <laughs> one day. <laughs> but then, because she's like, oh my gosh, but now you sound all different and weird. And he's like, I have a cold. Like <laughs> like he he doesn't even say that he's just like I can I can be more myself if I'm here than in front of you because it's hard and then he sings this whole song that has like backup vocals and like instrumentals and it's like wait what is this happening How? in real life because like I maybe because maybe it's the kind of thing where like he's like hyping it up more in his heart or something I don't yeah know. but she's obviously like oh my gosh that's amazing and I'm like. This is another problem that I don't understand about how this works because, like, he raps. Yeah. So, like, rapping, like, your voice doesn't sound a whole lot different than when you're talking. So I don't know Oh, yeah, know wouldn't why. she recognize his, like, rapping voice and his speaking voice are the same or whatever? You, you would. I mean, I'll give it a pass in the beginning because, like, she wasn't really wasn't paying any attention to him at all. And maybe it was, like, you just deepen your voice or for some reason. I don't know. I'll, I'll try to suspend my disbelief for that. But, like, no. You <laughs> should just know. But... <laughs> Fine. They pull that fast one on her. Okay. Next big thing we see. Um, so Chris, Cyrus has been doing all this stuff. And he's been slacking at church again. At one point, his mom was, like, talking to the choir about, like, 
old hymns she knew and was just like singing for them because he was late. And he was like, okay, bye, mom. You're embarrassing me. Go away. And they're like, hey, can we do like, can we make it fun like we did for that one song? And he's like, no, no, no. We're just going to do the basics from now on. And they don't really like explore that anymore. Like, and I was like, okay, like I get, I guess that should have been addressed sort of. Yeah. I guess. But like, that's kind of it for that until like the very end. But Okay, now back to, he's, like, at the club, and he's, like, cleaning up and prepping for the beginning, and he has a talk with Invisible Teacher, and (laughs) (laughs) he has a talk with him, and he's, like, oh, like, you've got to, this is all about that Roxy girl, isn't it? Like, you really like her, and he's, like, is it that obvious? And he's, like, yeah, it is really obvious. Like, you should just... Tell her the truth, because, like, truth is really talented and cool, and he's you. So, like, believe in yourself. And I'm like, okay, maybe that... it looked, he, he looked moved by the words that were said to him. Yes. So, he leaves, and then Cyrus has his own moment where he's just, like, rapping by himself and, like, on the stage and just sort of getting it out of his system, his feelings and stuff, you know? Yeah. Roxy had a date with Chris, who is not going to show up, because he's a Chad. Okay. (laughs) He just starts dating everybody but her. Sometimes her, but mostly just everybody (laughs) else. But then, (laughs) so she sees him, and she hears Cyrus rapping. And she's like, whoa, 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 what's going on? You sound just like Chris. How, what is this? What's going on? How do you think he gets himself out of this jam? Oh, gosh. He's, (laughs) he's teaching me how to rap. Okay, see, (laughs) I, that's fun. No, he says, I like to lips, I like, to lip sync and I you know not just he's practicing for his TikTok career yeah he's like I'm not I'm not just his engineer I'm also his number one fan and she's like oh okay well great and this is what I'm like see this I get we've done the Cyrano story so many times but you know what we haven't done what if she just found out the truth right now yeah. we're like a little bit halfway in, I would love to see where this could go. Shit, like, well, like, yeah, I'm mad that you lied or whatever, but, like, also, you're really talented still. Like, I wouldn't mind if we could have just seen that trajectory that the story could have taken. But we don't. Like, you okay. can do this, this story, the Cyrano story up until this point and then go a different route with it. Yeah, like, Cyrano wasn't a rapper. You're already making changes. Like, (laughs) don't stop. Just commit to it. Yeah. So then um, she's like, well, I was supposed to meet Chris, but, you know, I don't know. It looks like he forgot or something. And then Cyrus is like, well, you know, I haven't eaten yet. So, like, maybe we could eat. And they go on this date, and they have a lovely time. They talk about music. Oh, Okay, here's something I forgot. This is a minor detail, but it does add to my frustration here, too. Okay, so... 
Chris has been like just agreeing to do stuff even though he cannot perform without Cyrus, but he does not <laughs> talk to Cyrus about any of this. He just agrees. Okay. And one of the things he agrees to do is a duet with Roxy. Okay. So Cy- he convinces Cyrus to do it. So Cyrus starts making like the beats for it and like writing like song like writing it basically for them to do. And then he's showing Roxy and Roxy's like, Oh wow, I like this song and he says like a bunch of music jargon and ends with um and then it'll be like the Beatles, all you need is love and I'm like, Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> That's fine. But then um then Chris is like, yeah, that's exactly what I told you to do. And I was like, Chris. Chris, stop it. <laughs> that is not fair. You can't take credit for everything here. Bad. But then Roxy is like, oh, well, it sounds great. And I love the Beatles. And he's like, then Chris is like, oh, yeah, me too. They're my favorite group, which I'm already like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> then... <laughs> She's like, what's your favorite album? Which I'm like, okay, Roxy, a little gatekeepy, but fine. I, he I says, don't think that's... I mean, I was mean, she trying to, like, catch him in a No, line? she wasn't. Okay. I'm just being me. <laughs> I'm just being a jerk. No, she was just asked. She was just trying to talk to him. Yeah. And he says, the greatest hits. I think that's a fair answer because the Beatles had a million albums and a million songs. So no, I that's, think that's fair. That's a fair answer. That is a fair answer, but the way that they're playing it, I mean, I guess I would, it's just weird. I feel like album is really. I guess that's why I feel like album is a little bit gatekeepy because <laughs> they have so much. Yeah, like song. I, mean, I would say song would be more, but then he couldn't. Because he keeps saying stuff like this, and then all the girls are just like, oh, you're too funny, Chris. Like, ha, ha, ha. And then, like, he never gets called on it. So, Greatest Hits was the wrong answer, according to the movie. Okay, well, then they should have they chosen a different band than the Beatles. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, I guess I know why they chose the Beatles, because they wanted it to be something that younger audiences would still be familiar with, but would know that it's not like hip-hop, because, like, later, when now back to their Cyrus and Roxy's not-a-date date, he starts talking about all his musical influences, including, like, you know, the Beatles and opera, and, like, they talk about that, and, like, she's like, oh, wow, you, like, really know your music, and at one point he says, yeah, I just really like to be inspired by a lot of things when I rap, and she, like, looks at him like, what, what? And then he's (laughs) like, I mean, right for Chris, and I was like, oh, my God, that's so annoying, stop (laughs) it. Like, quit it. Then, um... So, like, she's like, wow, you really know your music. But then she says, you know, it really feels like me and you have a lot more in common than me and Chris do. And he's like, that's hilarious. But, like, Roxy, I know, like, he's truth or whatever, but you could just, like, date Cyrus. Yeah. You're not betrothed. Exactly. (laughs) You You could just, like, that's another thing, too, that's kind of... A little vague. I don't really know the status of Roxy's celebrity. Like, because when, it's like when they're a niche play, like if they go to the club, 
you know, or different performances like that, everybody's like, oh my god, Roxy, I love you. But, like, she was just on this date with Cyrus. They walk through the park. They go to, like, a street battle that's just happening. And nobody really recognizes her. And there's no fuss at all. Um, like, even a little bit. But then later we see Chris, you know, Truth, go out and he gets swarmed by people. So I don't no like that's just something i don't know her celebrity status but either way i don't know why she's getting so messed up over chris because she's like he stood me up on this date and i have way more in common with this guy right here <laughs> but i'm still gonna go out with yeah that's weird because, like, and this isn't, like, in, like, the friendzo kind of way. It's, like, there are several moments where she almost kisses Cyrus. Like, so it's not just well, does, that it's, like... Does she think that they're, like, in an exclusive relationship? And so she's, like, ah, oh, but then I'd have to break up with him. It'll be, like, they a whole don't, thing. We don't get to, you know... Maybe we don't really get to know Roxy that much. We only really see her through like the boy's perspective kind of thing. Great. So maybe that is the issue because she does not seem to know. She for def she definitely doesn't know about the other girls because Chris doesn't want any of the girls to know about the other girls. All of them. So, but then at one point. They're filming, um, oh wait, okay, before I get to that, I don't know, so yeah, I don't know why she's forcing herself to make things work with Chris when he lets her down time and time again in this movie. Mm -hmm. But then they see this street battle happening, and this is one of my things where, like, okay, so I get that they're kind of doing a little bit of, like, I get... Eight Mile Light vibes from a lot of the, like, rap battles that happen, and that's fine. Because um, it's, like, the decom version. Cool. But the one thing that... And this is just a personal thing. I don't know what other people who've seen Let It Shine would think. I never agree with the winners. <laughs> okay. So, like, in the beginning with Lord of the Blink, he had way more to say, a lot, like, he was more fun to watch, so I agree with him. Mm -hmm. Now we're in this street battle, and it's between Go Phantom and Revelation, and, like, they both were, like, on par, but, like, it sort of was just, like, because Revelation wrapped second, he won. <laughs> okay. Because, <laughs> like, it's, like, but it, I'm like, that's not fair. You gotta do, like, two rounds or something, right? Because, yeah. like, he said something and then he responded to those. Yeah. And then one-upped it. And so, yeah, obviously he wins by default, but, like, no, like because... several, several yeah. rounds. But no, they didn't do that. <laughs> They're <laughs> like, like, we don't have time in this movie. Yeah. Um... Because it's also weird, because, like, we saw them, like, step up to each other. So it's not even, like, it's implied there were more rounds. Um, so that's a little thing. Then Lord of the Blink shows up, and he's about to challenge Revelation. And he sees Cyrus, and he's like, oh, Busboy and Roxy? Because he's mad that he didn't win the contest. Mm -hmm. Um 
And then he's like, well, but the grand, I heard you're performing at the Grand Slam, Roxy. So you get to hand me my trophy. And Busboy, you can polish it up for me. And like, just like, just stuff like that. And then Cyrus like runs away again. And <laughs> Roxy was like, what was that? And then he was like, he's just a jerk. And then she's like, okay, so how are your parents? <laughs> anyway. Like, that was weird. Because she doesn't like him because he's a jerk and, like, he's kind of disrespectful. But she's also like, okay, whatever. Then he invites her to church. Okay. And. <laughs> weird date. Um, I guess because he, he, like, he sets it up like, you know, like, my mom would love to see you. You know, like, we all grew up together kind of thing. He, like, presents it like that. So it okay. makes sense. The other thing they've been talking about, this is one thing I do like Cyrus and Roxy's relationship minus all the lies for one reason, because he really does support her a lot. There have been like lots of little moments where he always encourages her. So her thing is like kind of like Lady Gaga, Nicki Minaj-esque sort of aesthetic. Okay. In that like, lot of auto-tune, lots of, like, flashy, you know, that whole thing, like, if you're gonna perform, like, you need to be, like, a fake thing, kind of. Yeah. Whatever. Like, that sort of, and, like, not, I'm not saying that about Nicki Minaj or Lady Gaga, but, like, that's kind of, like, the vibe they're going for, kind of thing. Yeah. Then, um, but she doesn't like that, and, like, all the music critics are, like, say she like hides behind the auto tune and she can't really sing and stuff. So she's she's insecure about these things. And when she finds out she's gonna perform at Grand Slam, she's like, but they want like real artists. And Chris is like, oh wow, they asked you to do it. And then Roxy's like already like insecure and then Cyrus is like, No, you're gonna be great. And then she like smiles and she's like, Oh yeah, maybe I will. Aww. And then when they're on their date thing he's like you know no I can tell you can sing you know cause like I remember when we were like eight and you sang in our church and you did this song and like you were like a little girl with a really big voice kind of thing and she was like you remember that like I'm like okay <laughs> but then, like then fast forward to this date and he it was church date and he gives her the mic and he's like yeah I'll play your song like remember just Go to church with it. You got a big voice and stuff. And so she was like kind of like unsure. She was even like, she was like, maybe I shouldn't. But then she, he convinces her to do it. She sings this song and it's great. They have this really cute little girl in the audience that she could just go sing to for a little bit. And I was like, she's really adorable. Thank you. <laughs> one of the. Glad she got to. <laughs> yeah. One of the crew members daughters. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> she was just like watching. She was just like happy to be there. Then um <laughs> but then after this nice moment, Pastor Dad goes on stage and he's like So as I look among the flock, I see a lot of like devout people. But then some of you for like forgot what you were raised with. Jeez. You can't like, he's, like, so pointed. He's like, you can't walk with the devil on Monday and then ask them pray on 
Sunday or something like that. Like, he does, like, three of those. And she, Roxy just cries and leaves. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Which, you like. shame someone in front of your congregation? That's not Christian. He all, yeah, he also said, like, even the church's patience can run thin. I'm like, what is she? What? And I was like, your son invited her. Maybe she would have made it a regular thing again, but not anymore. Yeah, maybe she's. <laughs> You don't know. Maybe she's trying to get better. What the heck? Yeah, it was really weird. Yeah, so then... (laughs) Then he goes home and, like, Cyrus's mom is, like, really mad at the dad. And she's like... "You." He was like, I can't have her be there because of all the stuff I've said about hip-hop. She'll make a fool out of me. And then his wife is like, you look like a fool anyway. You just, like... We're so mean to a little girl. Like, what was that? And so then she has him sleep on the couch. And um, now it's time for uh, the Truth music video to be done. And so they go. This is so much stuff goes on here okay so chris he's fully just drank the kool-aid he thinks he's amazing now he even got these two 35 year old twins as his entourage ew i don't know how old they're supposed to be but they look grown (laughs) they're his entourage they wear matching outfits and i've got to say though like I mean, if you have an entourage, you should try for twins, I guess. I guess so. Just for the... I mean, I, they they all look really good together. <laughs> I'm good. not, like, as far as the style goes, I'm not... I'm mad at it, but, like, I'm not mad at it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so then he, um... So he's, like, doing the performance and Roxy's there to support you know watch and she invites him to and like she says there's going to be this Middle Eastern art exhibit and it's only for today can we go after this and he says (sighs) also Cyrus looks really sad because in the beginning remember when those girls were not good enough for him because he wants a girl who's about something yeah he wants a girl that he could take to the jazz museum kind of thing so her talking about this middle eastern museum thing is he's got hard eyes he's just like oh my gosh she's perfect she's amazing she's wonderful she's about something (laughs) anything (laughs) then chris is like no let me know about the next art thing though there's gonna be a four hour uh home Funniest Home Videos Marathon. And oh. I cannot pass that up. Four There's going to be the dancing baby. So that's like eight episodes. And he remembers specifically that the dancing baby is going to like show up in this block. Like, I don't How? know that I... <laughs> I... Why are you like, so being... into America's Funniest Home Videos? It's compilations. Like, it's this is YouTube. literally the, yeah, this is literally the age of YouTube where you can, and especially now because all AFE is anymore is just stuff on YouTube. Yeah, like you could just Google Dancing Baby whenever you like. Like, I'm assuming the sub like 
because I can, I refuse to believe that anybody is like that in- dedicated into to AFB. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming he just had another date or something and that was his cover. Yeah. But it doesn't like get really expressed. So then Siren, like while he's doing the lip sync thing, also the director of this music video is just so like, sweet and not a director at all because at one point he goes up to Chris and he's like oh the lip sync is a little off do you want me to go in tighter and then he's like no keep it wide when I'm rapping and only go in tight when I'm not and then the director's like makes a weird face like that's weird but like okay and I'm like you're the director yeah what do what you want what are you talking to him For for? this child this child who's been famous for like a week yeah, it was so weird. It was so bizarre. I did not get it. Anyway, so Cyrus is talking to Roxy. He's like, so everything cool with you and Chris? And she's like, yeah, no, never better. And that whole, like, was it even believable? But then her issue is not that, like, she's like, I don't know why it's just so much more easy for me to talk to you than it is to him. And then, like, then I was like, okay, so, like, maybe you're just not as into him as you thought. But then she says, he's just so real. Like, am I even worthy enough to be his girl? Ew. It was so weird. It was, I did not like that. And then Cyrus. Confidence. Like, you're literally a celebrity. Anyway, then Cyrus is literally like, please tell me you're joking. I want to like throw up in my mouth. (laughs) And I was like. Okay, Cyrus, I like you a little bit for that, because that was the proper response to everything that just happened. But then, the dad comes in because mom was like, you better apologize to Roxy for your bad behavior. And then, he goes, and he goes up to the director again, he's like, hey, I'm looking for Roxy, and then the director's like, oh yeah, sure thing, and I'm why are you listening to everybody? You're the director! (laughs) Stop! Helping people. You're not the concierge of this shoot. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> okay. Then, um, so he goes up to Roxy and he gives a good enough apology. I feel he's like, my righteousness was sinful. I'm very sorry. Aww. And then she's like, oh yeah, no, it's okay. But then he sees Cyrus and he's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> and then Cyrus is like, well, and I was thinking like, Okay, I don't know what you do or don't know about your son's life, but his best friend is a rapper now. Yeah. And this is his music video. Roxy, like, what if, like, (sighs) maybe this is bad because, like, when, and I don't think I could have thought of this on the fly, but because I was watching the movie, I was like, Cyrus, you should have just told him, oh, I was just doing damage control for your mess. I wanted to make sure she was okay. I didn't think you were going to come. Let's go. play it off <laughs> but he doesn't do that and then invisible teacher comes out and he's like hey you know we got to get these tables ready and like we got to start like clearing out stuff for the music video or whatever to be ready for tonight and then the dad's like wait you work here and he's like yeah and he's like no you don't not anymore let's go and then cyrus takes a stand and he says no He's counting on me, and I can't just leave him hanging, so I'm going to finish my shift. 
and then the dad leaves and he's really angry and he goes home and then the mom is like oh you found out he works there and then she's like she's he's like you knew and she's like look we need to talk and he just like grumbles and storms in in the house and then she just goes back to gardening because she's like okay whatever i'm over your mess i feel <laughs> a divorce of ruin uh, somehow no <laughs> somehow they're fine because it's a disney <laughs> channel movie yeah just because of the detail but, um but i'm like yeah i like that's not great like on one hand like i get where you're coming from because it's like you want to support your son and you know that your husband doesn't but like that's really weird that you just knew about this whole other life it's definitely a and thing like, that like she, I'm surprised she was so nonchalant when he found out yeah she wasn't like she was just cause like I guess that's the thing she wasn't like hiding it I don't you know that's the thing too like it's Sort of, like, vague. I feel like it's the kind of thing where she just sort of knew and Cyrus knew that she knew, but they just didn't talk about it. Yeah. I think is what the implication was. So she was just like, oh, yeah, like, you just weren't paying attention, but I was, so I knew. Kind of thing. Um, Then he... So then Cyrus comes home after his shift or something. Well, because he's going to go right back, so I don't... Okay, whatever. (laughs) Then, For I guess break. his shift was over. Yeah, maybe. He goes home, and then the dad is like, you're not working there again, you're on punishment, and that's how it's gonna be. Like, that's final. And he's like, the, then Cyrus is like, look, I just, like, want to show you, like, I can, like, write music, and it's, like, what I'm passionate about, and, like, he's holding his notebook out to his dad. Dad's like, I don't want to hear it. And so then he runs in, and he's sad. Cyrus runs in and he's sad. And then the dad, like, looks at, like, the mom and was like, what is that, like, rap music? And she was like, does it matter what genre is? Your son was trying to share himself with you. What are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) And and then he's like, hmm. And then Cyrus goes to... Then they sort of just have, like, this, like, montage of time passing. He hasn't been hanging out with... Chris or Roxy for a while. He's sort of been watching as the song, his song climbs up the charts and he's sad. Um, he also discovers that Lord of the Bling drives a cab during the day. And, um, yeah, that's basically that. Then Roxy stops by and she asks if they could go on a walk together. And... He goes on a walk with her, and she just wants to talk about Chris, because of course she does. <laughs> this is her whole personality now. Yeah. And they start, t- they go to the music, the record shop, and they start listening to some stuff, and he's like, you should, like, do something with this. Like, you'd be really great. And she's like, no, like, the record would never let me. And he's like, you just gotta put yourself out there. And she's like, what about you, Mr. Lipsing? Maybe you should turn the mic on, kind of thing. And then they, like, almost kiss, and then she's like oh no, like, I'm gonna be late. Chris is taking me to a jazz museum and that's like the coolest place he's ever taken me. And so then, that night, Cyrus goes to the club and he's like, you don't have an original bone in your body. And I was like, (laughs) now I know we cut, but there have been like hours. (laughs) 
between these moments. But then Cyrus, because then he's like, how was your date? And then Chris is like, cool it, because he's talking to two other girls. He's always talking to Roxy or two girls. <laughs> I guess Roxy is the equivalent of two girls. Yeah, she's a real <laughs> one, I guess. Or he's just like, normally I ex- I exclusively like threesomes, <laughs> but you're famous, so I guess it's cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> then they start fighting because he's like, and I just thought this was a funny line because then he's like, I can... Because then Cyrus is like, you couldn't rap if I gave you some paper and some scotch tape. And I was <laughs> like, that's cute. silly. I like that. Yeah. That's funny. Um, anyway, so they start fighting. Invisible Teacher's like, look, you guys need to get going or don't come back at all till you get your act together. But the Grand Slam is tomorrow and they're fighting and like, it's going to be live, but they don't allow lip syncing. Okay. So they haven't even, like, so Chris was like, oh, I'm glad you're here. Like, before they started fighting, he was like, I'm glad you're here. We can start talking about, like, what we're going to do. But then Cyrus just came to fight. So they didn't <laughs> work out a plan for the Grand Slam. And now it's, because because of how they left it, Chris doesn't even know if Cyrus is going to show up. But... Then Cyrus is like, no, like, I couldn't actually do that to him because, like, if he gets exposed like that, he could never show his face anywhere again and it'd be, like, worse than my life ever was. And I was like, your life wasn't that bad. You're like, just, just nobody noticed you because you didn't say anything. You yeah. Can't be like, nobody ever notices me because I always stand in the background. Man. Yeah, I, that's, the, that's what I can't, like, too much of Cyrus's whole deal is, like, whining about things that are completely within his control. <laughs> like, so then he leaves and he's like, oh, also during the montage at one point, the dad took Cyrus's notebook and did start reading them. Okay. But Cyrus doesn't know that. So then he, day of the Grand Slam, he's leaving and his dad's there. And I was like, why are you, like, so good at predicting your son's movements? Because you're just, like, <laughs> standing outside the front door waiting for him to emerge. It was really weird. But fine. Then he's like, okay, Dad, I know how you feel about the devil music or whatever, but I gotta go help my friend. And he's like, look, before you say another word, I've been reading your lyrics, and once I got past that they were rap lyrics, I realized they were really beautiful, and they talk about, like, sacrifice and devotion and caring for people and stuff like that, and I realized that it was wrong of me to put rap in one box, and I'm sorry. And then they hug, and the mom was, like, standing there, and she was like, oh, what a Hallmark moment. Okay, let's go. We're gonna watch you, son. And it's, like, cute, because they're, like... They're dressed in, like, their Sunday best for this rap battle, and I'm like, that's adorable. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So now they're at the thing, and Chris, they show that he's been really, he's been throwing up because he's so nervous because he has no idea what's going to go on. And I'm like, that's a fun touch, because I feel like a lot of times in DCOMs when stuff like this is going down, people seem, like, basically unfazed. Yeah. Except for, like, the fact that we know that they're probably not. But, like, he's, like literally running back and forth out of the bathroom when it comes like when they get told that he's about to go on so then um cyrus is like look i wasn't gonna leave you hanging but we gotta just like come clean tonight and just like do it 
And he's like, yeah, no, I got you. We're in this together again. And, like, their friend, Lord of the Blink, shows up. And Cyrus is, like, about to jump him. And then, <laughs> then Chris is like, okay, look, I'm glad you're, like, really confident. Love the energy. But, like, let's not, like, roll, roll back a little bit. Because, <laughs> like, Cyrus is just like, I've got the love of my father and friendship. I am ready to go. <laughs> like. It was just extra. Okay, but now... Okay, so Roxy also took a stand. They wanted her to wear this weird, like, bubble wrap, pink wig, metallic, silver, foot-high boots. It was a mess. And she's finally like, look, I'm not going to do this. I'm just going to be myself, and that'll be fine. <laughs> and then Cyrus is like, you look beautiful, like, great. And she's like, thanks. And then she goes out to perform. Now, this whole, all we know about Roxy, other than her undying love for Chris, <laughs> is that she's really insecure, and, like, her performance at the Grand Slam is really important to her because this is how, what she feels is the only way she can prove that she's an actual artist and be taken seriously. That's all we know about Roxy. <sighs> so tell me why Cyrus and Chris think it's a good idea to just ambush her in the middle of this performance, because they're supposed to duet together, so... Then Cyrus comes out, not Chris, and they start singing this song where he's apologizing to her for the lie, and she has to, like, make up lyrics in response, or they were already in the song, in which case, like, Roxy, you should have not have been surprised, because these are very <laughs> specific to this situation. <laughs> also, like, I love the audience that's just like, yeah, this is a great performance. Like, they really, like, they're acting. I don't know what's going on. I love this energy. It's like a play. Or something but then um so they do that and then it ends with him like getting on his knees he's like roxy i'm sorry and she just like leaves and the music plays out and then he runs after her and she's like roxy and she was in her dressing room but she comes out she slaps him and i was like oh my it was like a really like I don't know who did the slap. It like there was like a clear cut between it too. That was just kind of funny because like I guess they wanted it to look like it was a little bit of a hard slap, but then like they didn't want to actually slap him and it was just like really weird how it all looked. But she slaps him. She cuz he was like cuz he said <laughs> Roxy, like, didn't you feel like the chemistry between us? Like, we were amazing. And then she was, she slaps him. She's like, no, did you feel that? And then she's, like, really mad at him. Um, and then he says, and then uh, this is what I was like, really? Really? Did you forget how you got into this mess, Cyrus? Because he's like, look, like, I had to, like, because you want, I couldn't help that you wanted the hot guy and the words all at the same time it just hurt and she's like i didn't fall in love with him for his looks it was for because of his well your words i just wanted someone real and then she cries and leaves and i was like yeah don't put this on her mr i'm gonna put a picture of two people and hope for the best <laughs> like <laughs> she thought he was him and then the guy comes out like one of the, the production people or whatever it's like roxy are you gonna like hand out the trophy she's like no have truth dude it's his night and then it's so it's all bittersweet for truth because he shows himself but then the one person he wanted to accept him hasn't it's like so sad 
But then he goes to give Bling his trophy because Lord of the Bling wrote one. But then he's like, did you polish it for me? And then Cyrus is like, you know what? You don't even deserve this because you're not the best rapper here. And then they have a rap battle, which I'm already like, okay, but like you weren't in the competition. You're like an outside artist now. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. If like... If Eminem was supposed to give me an award and then just took me to task, that's not fair. <laughs> that's not okay. <laughs> what? But anyway, they do this rap battle, and I... I'll play it for you after this, but, like, I just kind of feel like Lord of the Bling was more, had more of a stage presence, and, like, Cyrus's like whole thing was just kind of like except for the big bomb drop that Lord of the Bling is a cab driver he really didn't have all that much to stand on so like it was like they're both good I just feel like I enjoy Lord of the Bling's performances more because he like he just like he takes up the stage and I appreciate it but anyway he doesn't win because everyone's like, ha you have a job. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's that's what it's weird. It's like all of these other Cyrus has a job too. Right? Like Yeah. They I like I guess the point is because he's like Lord of the Bling, so like you act like you have this money but you really work. But like But you have to get that's, money from somewhere. Yeah, and like and he does spend his money on, like, designer things. But they say it's, like, fake early on. But we don't really know that it's, like, we don't know all that. But then, it's also weird, too, because, like, in 8 Mile, when he drops the bomb, it's because the guy, he's acting like he's really hard. And, like, he's, like, a thug, but really he's not a thug at all. He went to prep school. And, like, that's a different type of persona. Yeah. And, like, also, in Amal, he said a lot more about it than just... And, like, he also, like, took shots at himself. Like, I don't need to explain why 8 Mile is good and why this wasn't as good. <laughs> but that's what it is. <laughs> so... Um, so there's that. Then he wins. Cyrus gets the trophy. And Lord of the Bling just leaves and we don't see him again. And then he's smiling, but then he look, his eyes meet Roxy's and she's just like, no. And so she leaves. And then he's sad. But then later, the next scene we see... Um, Chris is running to her limo. And again, like, I don't know what her celebrity is because you'd think it'd be harder for him to just get to her limo, but it wasn't. He's very accessible as far as celebrities go. Well, maybe because he's a celebrity too, or was? I Maybe, I guess. So then he's like, he apologizes. He's like, I'm sorry that I dated everybody, but... You know, Cyrus really does like you, and he's just, you know, you just gotta, like, give him a chance, please. And so, she does. And then they sing a song in the church, and they add rap, and everybody's happy. 
So was was she not mad that they were lying to her about who was actually singing or whatever? She was just mad about... She she was mad at first, but then he just needed to talk to her about it. And then she was basically, like, cool with it because then she meets up with Cyrus and then Cyrus apologizes and she's just like, yeah, cool. Okay. And they're holding hands during the big final church number. And these are things that I couldn't help but notice. But then Chris, you know, he's there too. And he does a dance. And at this point I realize, okay, so Roxy's been a celebrity and will continue to be. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cyrus is now Truth. Mm -hmm. And Chris is now Nothing. Yes. And that is the natural order of things, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) He's still going to get all the girls, though, and that's what's important, I guess. I mean, he had, like, no, like, if that's his priorities, like, that's fine. Like, I feel like my issue with Chris was that he was kind of just, like, rope stringing Roxy along when he because at first he was like I guess but at the same I guess he just sort of changed his mind because at first he was like all about Roxy yeah for like five seconds and then he was like wait but there are like more girls that I could be (laughs) dating and then he just sort of like forgot about her but so I don't really mind his like wanting to date all the girls I don't, I just don't like his treatment of Roxy. Yeah. Because all the other, it seemed like all the other girls kind of knew what was going on. In a way that Roxy just didn't. Like, Roxy thought they had a real relationship and, like, they were going on dates and stuff, you know? Yeah. So, there's that. That was Let It Shine. I, I'm not aware of any more Cyrano movies. (laughs) But we will find them, rest assured. If we find them. Yeah, if we find them, we will discuss them because that is We're gonna have a part of our brand. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, this was fun. Thank you for letting me rant about this. Really not that bad, Decom, but I had a lot of feelings about it. And thank you guys for listening, and remember to comment, like, and subscribe, because we all need friends. Okay, bye. Bye.